You want to be hardcore, you want to be extreme, then you got to be like the Sandman and listen to the podcast called Extreme Rewind. It's Sports Arena, it's Extreme Rewind, your weekly look into the world of extremists. We look at ECW Hardcore TV from episode one all the way to 401 every pay-per-view special on ECW on TNN in between. you got myself, Paul, I'm joined as always by Jay. What's happening, Jay? Uh, it's it's all very fun and enjoyable as always. Um, I'm sure there was something I saw the other week, this week, that I thought again about you know ECW's influence being live and and felt in the modern day products, but I can't remember what it was now. So um, yeah, that's not much of a segment. It's not much of a segment, but it is a segment. Do you know what number one was? As I scrambled to find out what number one was in the UK charts or thing. Oh, at in where are we? August two thousand. Um, was it the eleventh of August? Right here we go. Oh, the eleventh of August. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go with what was going on in the world. Um, <laughs> I see what this fucking song is. <laughs> Literally, I know the one before and afterwards, but I've got no idea what this is. Oh, you're going to have to give us the one and before and after as well, then. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Chico Time by Chico. Oh. I don't think that was even a thing. No, but it's I don't great. Think it was. Great, loosely. Um, 5th of August, you had old Sandstorm. You know, dun, 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 that one. And then Deru- Derude? <clears throat> yeah. 26th of August, you had Britney Spears, lucky. She's so lucky she's a star. Yeah, but she cried, cried, cried. That one. And in between, this week, you had Battle by Wookie featuring Ian Cray. Oh. Number one for two weeks. Oh. Um, Chico Tom was released 27th of February 2006. So I was out by about five and a half years. Oh, UK garage musician, Wookie. I barely recognise him. You probably saw him. This would have been the time that you were (laughs) out at Atlantis (laughs) and things. This is the lost years. I wouldn't have. (laughs) (laughs) Did you know that there there is a Chico in California? So there is actually a Chico time. It is 1.50 in the afternoon currently. Chico, he missed the trick. Maybe a resurgence needed. I assume he's still well. I think he died. <laughs> Fuck it, <hell. laughs> Give me a second. Let me see. Oh, no. no, apparently he's still active. I apologise, Chico, for for wishing you death. <laughs> Wish, wishing <laughs> harsh. <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome to ECW. It's an he has, he has, oh, we did suffer a stroke in the 21st of September 2018 and has spoken at anti-vax and anti-lockdown rallies. But what time is it? ECW time? Yeah, that's right. Um, we're in August 2000, people, you might have guessed. <laughs> Tell us nothing happened on the show without telling us nothing happened on the show. <laughs> ECW TNN episode 51 August 11th 2000 as I scrolled down Hardcore TV episode 381 for August the 12th 
2000. My, my, my. Well, a lot to talk about in the open segment. And after that, it's all right. <laughs> this might be the most notes I think I've wrote about saying in a long time. The opening segment. Outrageous amount of notes, yeah. Yeah. Like, I know it's completely useless to people listening, so we'll feel a bit more Chico time. But I'm going to send you a picture of my notes so you can just see how much I wrote about this opening segment. It's insane. God damn. It's a lot, right? That is. Anyway, East W on TNN, episode 51, August 11th. It's like a solid notes page of notes. <laughs> it's an entire screen of notes. Try to get into this. I've got notes. Kicks mm. off with Louis Dangerously in the ring. Talking about, Talk the, about network. the network and the. That's <laughs> 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 off my notes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've closed them now. Over to you. <laughs> Let's talk about network tag team tournament. What? Uh, <laughs> um, he, he attacks the crowd and gets heat. We get a quick uh, Joey Joey uh, intro in between. He brings out Steve Carino and Scotty Anton. Uh, Louis tries to talk about the network being the tag team tournament. Carino basically grabbed the mic and said he doesn't give a fuck. Um, I was impressed he said fuck twice. It was beaked out. It's like watching <laughs> AEW. Um, <laughs> Credible and Rhino are in the tournament. He said well, it should be Carino and Scotty. They've been saying this. They've been saving them for ages, and they wouldn't be champions if it wasn't for them. This brings out Credible. Credible said, Carino, um, Carino talks about Cyrus and the network and the tournament. But um, Justin Credible basically said, do you have a problem, bitch? Carino fires back. So they go back and forth and said he wouldn't be the champ. Justin Credible wouldn't be the champion if it wasn't for Carino. So that sort of happens. And then... Um, just incredible sort of slates and again tries to get his catchphrase in and then Carino sort of interrupts finishes it but goes until he goes that's just and sort of Carino's like that's just the lamest fucking catchphrase in wrestling he's got a good reaction yep this brings out Rhino who just um, just attacked him didn't really talk if you want to fight bitch then let's fight bitch yeah bitch and they were bitch fighting and uh, yeah, it all kicked off. So basically, um, to skim over this, Carino and Scotty thought they should have represented the network in the tag team tournament, which I think makes a lot of sense. The network had gone with Rhino and um, Credible, even though Credible is actually not even part of the network technically. They're just trying to make it the super team to make sure Sandman and Chili Willy don't progress. And um, Carino and Anton a bit like, fuck the network. And I guess they're done with the network. So, um, what do, you, what do you take from this? Let's sip a drink. I, um, uh, so I thought this was a good segment. Um, I, I thought Carino was great. He's very good on the mic. He, he, you know, does very well, um, holding his own against Credible and, and, you know, getting a good crowd reaction to a lot of it. Um, 
So I'm more than happy with with you know Carino incredible kind of squaring up, yeah. um, and Carino starting to distance himself from the network. More than happy with all of that. Outside of that, the logic escapes me on so much of this. So the whole thing last week was. I don't want to be part of your fucking tournament. Don't put me in this fucking tournament. Why do I want to be in a fucking tournament for the belts that I threw down? I don't want to be tag team champions. I was the tag team champions. The reason there is a tag team tournament is because I didn't want to be the tag team champion. Just fair argument. Yeah. And and now it doesn't matter because as we will talk about later, um, he wants all the gold. You could argue his best bet was when he had, had the gold. gold. Yeah. But, but yeah, okay, fair enough. Here we um, are. So that's 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 one kind of logic gap I have. The second one is this whole kind of, you know, it was our spot. We'd been groomed for this. Everyone knew it was us. I mean, you, you, you got together to fight Jerry Lynn and Tommy Dreamer. Yeah. It's not. I mean, if this was Tajiri still, I understand it. If it was Rhino still, I understand it. You know, you, you two have been in the same ring because you your singles feuds became a tag feud for a minute. You, it's not like you know you've been doing the circuit together for however long. Um, you know, you've had two tag team matches as far as I'm aware both of them against Dreamer and Jerry Lynn so you know this whole kind of you know we're we're this we're the tag team of the network is is a bit strange and then the third thing is again you know love Carino love what he's doing great on the mic understand him coming out of the shadow of the network turning face or as close as you get in ECW to a face um, why, why is, is Anton a, a good guy now what's what's why is he suddenly bothered by any of this the, the thing is he didn't say anything either I mean it felt like in the whole sort of world of wrestling wrestling um, it felt like Scotty at some point is going to turn on Carino. Yeah, and and I'm all right but, with that because at the moment that makes perfect sense and the longer it goes on, it's probably going to make less and less sense. But there was an element of, I was expecting Anton to, you know, come on, Scotty, let's go. At that point, I was expecting something to happen rather than, you know, they all got in the car and drove off. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, getting back. So basically, we get the intro, then it goes to backstage. Uh, Louis confronts Carino again um, and asks um, what to tell Cyrus. And Carino says that um, he should have put them in the tournament. They'll drive off in their outfits with their gear, should I say. So, yeah, so it's basically saying these three are fuck done. Fuck the network. Yeah, fuck the network. They're done with them. Um, yes. 
it's, it's fine. I mean, I, I get it. I mean, it feels a bit of a a knee jerk to get him out. If I'm honest, and it feels like a you know because a, a, some of the other match stuff they've been made to do. Yes. Yeah, this seems like weird. I mean, you're basically saying, you know, you've won them all. You've won this for him. You've done that. You've done this. You've done that. But the idea of not this is it. This is the the thing that pushed him too far. You kind of think you've done a lot of lackey work. So it could have been this where the cracks started to show. But again, I didn't mind it because, like I said, I think you know Carino needed it always. It's just the Scotty Anton situation. I don't get. Yeah, he's had, um, he's had no glimpses of anything. My my problem is that this feels, um, this feels kind of hot shot because they suddenly needed an opponent for just incredible on the second night. Yeah, and and so they've put this in place, um, and it kind of already tells you that they're not going through if Justin Incredible has a singles match on the second night. Um, but this is what I thought as well. I find that really like obviously silly because it said the one night tag team tournament. It said, but the second night, Justin Incredible's defending his world title, and Rhino's defending his TV title. And you do sort of find yourself sort of sitting there thinking, well, hold on, mate, they could have been like three matches between them now. Because yeah. you basically just said they're going to do this, isn't it? But yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, so uh, so it feels like that's kind of been sped through. I, I think you could have done far more of a build and got a bigger reaction from when Steve Carino finally, you know, turns and, and on the network and hits Cyrus or something rather than, you know, I should have been in the tag tournament. Your catchphrase sucks. Um, and again, you know, what Carino's doing with it is amazing. But he, it just feels like he could have been given more. Yeah, no, I, I don't argue a lot of those points. I mean, obviously, I, I did enjoy it, but I can see where you're coming from with it all. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I just, I, I think it could have been stronger. I, th- I think mm. it could have been done differently. I think that the, the issue we would continue to have... It. It's, it's proper escalated as well. Yeah, and, and the issue we, we, we have is it's just, it, I, I think it could have been even better. No, I get it. Um, Dorian and Roadkill are seen on the way to the ring. And then a completely unrelated segment, um, Credible and Cash get into an argument out the back and then sort of get into it a bit. God. Um, now, I mean, we we, later on. we we talk about, you know, the, the watching 20, 2000 DCW with 2022 sensibilities. Uh, and it's hard, but um, the, the phrasing that... Just incredible used to to start this feud, this this match to to get into this was um, I, it made I, I don't understand. It's it you know it's a it's a just a slur for the sake of a slur. It doesn't add anything. It's not clever. It's not big or anything. It's just you know it, it, it's just a a school ground a schoolyard 
unacceptable insult. Um, but the thing is, and, it, could, it should have been basically started with sort of Kid Cash sort of saying, oh, you Carino's bitch now, or oh, here's Cyrus's bitch. Joey, just easy like that. And goes, what? Well, I'll show you whose bitch is who, and then it should have been a fight. You wouldn't even have that championship if I'd got my match two weeks ago. Yeah, anything. But I just went down a, a silly route. Yeah. And again, it's it, uh, the other problem is, and this is a problem on a completely different scale to the you know ridiculousness of of two thousands and nineties wrestling. Um, it's 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 kind of set up that it's um, uh, credible hunting down competition again, rather than people aiming for him. Well, this is it. Again, you're going into a tag team tournament with um, RVD's apparent partner. I'm not sure when that's announced. It might be slightly later on. But yeah. Um, Then we get Dorian and Roadkill take on um, Bill Wiles and the Prodigy, I guess, Tom... Bilvis Presley. That was it, and... Tom Marquez. Tom Marquez, yes. Yeah. I mean, this this is basically just a drawn out sort of jobber match to heat up Dorian Roadkill before the tournament. The way I viewed it. Yes. I mean, Dorian Roadkill won. The leftovers of the Simon Diamond, C.W. Anderson coming together. So you've got one of Simon Diamond's old um, uh, entourage with C.W. Anderson's old partner. Um, To be fair, I don't actually know why Anderson kind of left him. um, Yeah, and and again, we'll we'll come on to this with the whole, you know, tag team champions and an Anderson, and you're kind of sitting there going, but you're not in the tag team match you're 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 at ringside in the tag team match. um uh, electra is is still with belvis presley belvis presley yeah belvis wisley or whatever his name is um and again i was so there's there's a point where at the end of the match electra seems to come into the ring i was expecting them to go back to and give some sort of reference to the fact that electra was brought in as danny doring's girlfriend and you know they've got history and they've feuded uh, and no it's just um, it's kind of weird because again just simple booking just heat up a little bit and that doesn't massively match it's a throwaway TV match but it's there isn't it they're in the same facility the, the crowd would realise she could have said something she floats around a bit in this episode old Electra she does we'll see her in a little while in literally the next segment. Um, it's Dorian Roadkill win overall, basically just heating up for the tag team tournament. They sort of go on, they're going to be big players in it, you'd imagine. Next out the back, we've got Sinister Minister and Mikey with Tajiri talking about temptation. They want to teach Tajiri about temptation. They bring out Electra. Um, Tajiri seems cool to progress this relationship with Electra. Um, she slaps him around the face. And I sort of like this because then Jadiri kind of like snapped and green missed her. Yes. I think I've yes. worded that as nice as I could. 
that bit I like. Or yeah, I, I'll go as far as like uh, you know that was that was that was that was you know a, they all laughed. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, and made made comments about whatever else could be sprayed into faces. Yeah. Um, we didn't get diamond and swinger. Um, basically, just out the back, and it's happened in both shows. CW sort of sort of comes out, cuts them off, and says, "Let's predict in more action, like an Anderson." Yeah, um, he wants them to to be serious still. It's, it's, again, a fair request. Have they won a match since being serious? Other than against Prodigy and Prodigate? I think they... Well, well yeah, other than I don't know. But they have won something, maybe. Since C-Dub? I don't know. So I, I think, think they, they may have won the... something since coming together. I was going to say the pay per view, but they didn't win the pay per view, did they? Because that's why everyone's getting a world title shot every week. Yes. Oh. I'm not sure if they've won a match since since becoming a serious tag team. I'd be surprised if they haven't. They they hardly won before because the first couple of weeks of the Mesa tag team, they just seem to lose every week again. Yeah. Um, to Jerry versus Easy Money. As up next, I kind of found it's a really strange pairing. I, I didn't mind it, but it just kind of continues the start stop of Easy Money. I felt he's, he's kind of done a little bit. It's got a bit of momentum. Got in it with New Jack, sort of stopped it. Does bits with Cash, kind of halts it, and now he's losing to Jerry, so that's kind of halting it. So you're very much establishing this guy as a um, a middle talent. I mean, he's sort of just not really progressing or. Anything way, he's solid. His matches are fun, but he's not really a threat. And Tajiri, obviously, pick up the win. Right thing to do. Kind of keeps them moving a bit. Um, it's more the aftermath, which I thought was fucking insane. Yes. So Tajiri wins the match. Um, they try to beat up Tajiri. I want to call them Southern Comfort, but that was um, Tracy Smothers. <laughs> I think Hamrick and Carino in one PW. Um, yeah, Southern random. Justice was um, the Godwins, wasn't it? The Godwins, yeah. But yeah, someone comfort was them as a random little sort of pick me up. They tried to get up to Jerry. He does really well, battles back until the FBI comes out. They start to take him out. Then Mikey runs out with a flaming bat, and fuck me, was this an inflaming bat? They 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 put a little bit of sauce on this, didn't they? Because yeah, that that wasn't going out anytime soon. They obviously had concerns that it would run out of, of light fluid before he got to the ring. Um, so I assume that they simply just doused it in gasoline because that thing was an inferno. It was, but I sort of love it going part and parcel with almost the Mikey's absolutely crazy. Yeah. He's, he's probably the only character that could have got away with running out of that, except for maybe Bulls. But he's the only one that sort of really could have run out with something like that. And you would accept it as, oh, well, it's just crazy rather than, wow, what's going on? Yeah, I mean, it, it feels like um, a throwback to his old tag team partner. Oh, Kaki Jackie. Kaki Jackie. The man himself. I wonder what he's doing in the Fed. Probably a feuding with The Rock, I imagine. 
Um, so we get that they clean house and sort of like everyone runs away scared. Main event time, um, ECW World Championship, just incredible. Obviously, the champion defended against Kid Cash. What are your thoughts about this, Jay? Um, I, I <sighs> Kid Cash doesn't have bad matches. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, it was everything you expect. I, 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 I'm a little bit disappointed about how bizarrely they got here and, and that kind of took away from it for me. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, you know, an enjoyable little bit. You know, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was decent. It was, um, yeah, decent enough. I mean, it ended in a no contest. Um, so obviously credible retain the title, basically Rhino come out, then RVD come out to save his partner. That was a bit of his announced his partner. Yeah. I know they had a match. Did they announce they were going to form a tag team after the match yep. or do I just... No, I mean, this is the, the, the tag team tournament where they've just put together random, random people like Chilly Willy and Tommy Dreamer. Uh, Tommy Chilly Willy and Sandman. Even would have been weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you know what wouldn't have been weird? <laughs> Sandman and Tommy Dreamer. That's what we said for ages, though, isn't it? Yeah. Why is they just not the ECW original, as it were, hardcore, crazy tag team that everyone would get behind? They're trying to relive the two gold Scorpio. Do I thought that? It feels like the Scorpio. You've got the cool guy that sort of dances, so now Sandman can drink beer and sort of dance with him. Yeah, do his, his, his weird little shuffles. Um, it's not it, Chili Willy is not too cold Scorpio. No. Um, so yeah, basically no contest. Sort of breaks out in a mini brawl. Show ends, which takes us to Hardcore TV episode three hundred and eighty-one. Just twenty episodes to go. Uh, August the twelfth, two thousand. Uh, the show kicks off very quickly with the end of the Credible Carino segment from TNM. TNM. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. So that happens. Obviously, the you know fucking name is catchphrase. All that bit. Uh, we get the intro, and then we kick it off with Sandman and Chilly Willy. Not speaking for you, the two called Scorpio, as they take on the <laughs> FBI. Um, FBI. Oh my. Match was fine. I was. I know why the results were the results, but I was kind of a bit like. I think going to so, a tag team tournament, my whole thing is you've got teams that are teams and you've got makeshift teams. And But Chili Willy and Sandman shouldn't be a power makeshift team because Chili Willy hasn't done enough to sort of warrant that. Dreamer and Sandman would be almost like a power couple because you know they're just known as hardcore, beat up everyone, former champions. They've done most of it, you know? for the TV title, but Rhino's ready to fight it, they fancy it. So you sort of got that. But my point is, like, people like FBI, I feel rough that they're losing here. Because this is why the tag team titles started to go in shit in the first place, because you had makeshift teams with, like, Awesome and Raven and, you know, Dreamer and Tanaka. You had, you had Raven, you had just yeah. sort of weird teams that kind of slowly dwindled it. I, um... 
I think, you know, I, I totally understand why doing this, you're heating up teams before the tag tournament. However, why you are not putting together random teams for people to beat so you can do this and not affect anyone else in the tournament, I don't know. Um, you know, you did it with, with Elvis Presley and... and um, God, I've already blanked on who his partner was. Um, Presley. Yes, there you go. How how did I forget that Tom Marquez um, trained by Taz, you know? Um, you've already done it there. Just do that, because that way you can have Chili Willy and Sandman beat, you know, whoever you so wish, um, with with no drama, with no issues, with no, you know, you're not you're not having to work out how you get the FBI's heat back. You don't have to worry about anything like this. You can just have everyone looking on really good form as they go into the, the tag championship tournament, if that's what you need to happen. Yeah, I, I just... Again, I just, I just felt it rough. That, um, I mean, Saruman and Chili Willie, I guess they're going against basically the champ champs, so they need to sort of, you know, look strong. But it's just a shame that it had to be the FBI that lost here. Yeah. Because they're trying to, you know, they're outside favourites. They're trying to heat up their own chance to win this tournament. And if you've got everyone jobbing before they even get the tournament, there's no believability that they sort of would do it. You know, they might do it. But you <laughs> know what I mean. <laughs> uh, we get a minister promo. I can't lie, this sort of was a bit of a ramble for me. I didn't really know what was sort of going on with it. You got any thoughts? Um, I, I I think it's again very interesting to listen to him talk about how Mayor Giuliani cleaned up New York City with who we know Rudy Giuliani to be now after the the Trump years. It's it's strange that you know he's this back on virtue, um, who's who's managed to take the, the 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 sex workers, the freaks, and various other things out of of New York. Um, uh, my favourite bit of it, I love the chemistry between Mikey and Tajiri already. Um, I say already as if, you know, I, I wasn't kind of biased towards them from from the pay-per-views we watched 20 years ago. Um, but um, uh, the minister starts to tell a joke, asks Tajiri if he knows this one. Tajiri launches into this, this amazing, um, uh, very articulated... Um, telling of this joke, but in Japanese. Um, and Mikey kind of goes, oh my God, I didn't know you knew that joke. It's my favourite joke. And they just all kind of roll around the floor laughing. And just the fact that, you know, Tajiri's being able to kind of give so much personality, um, uh, not speak a word of English, apart from me love you a long time, or whatever he said on the, yeah. the, the, the last one, which we we glossed over for a reason um uh but you know him and in wickwreck already are communicating they're already you know in in alignment of of their of what they're doing um it was just great and then and then just kind of like the you know the the, the raucous cackles of the three of them um is a thing of beauty so yeah yeah no it, it's um it's quite yeah, the unholy alliance they have there. 
they, they just like I said, they just they just click so well. Yeah. And they really do. So uh... And it just suddenly feels like Mucky's got a purpose rather than just like, you know, getting beaten up by little Guido constantly. That's it. No, it's um yeah I'm... again we said there's like points. These these are one of those things where I was looking forward to um sort of them getting together and jokes. doing bits and stuff like that. So it's good. Um Simon Diamonds and that again they talk about focus. CW comes in and said uh, start shouting at him again saying you need to focus because you're an Anderson or with an Anderson or Yep, tag team championship with an Anderson. Um he's not in the tournament. <laughs> but He's an Anderson. He he is. He's an Anderson, which is why he doesn't like women wrestling. Uh, we get Dorian and Roadkill shouting again. Obviously excited about the tournament. Fair yeah. enough. It's fair. We then get an ECW television title match. Rhino versus Mikey Whipwreck. Should say that Doring and Roadkill are pissed off at the Baldies. But they've been pissed off at the Baldies for months. I can't remember the last time we saw the Baldies, but pissed off at the Baldies. Maybe that's why we haven't seen them. Maybe they're running scared. Yes. The idea of all these angry people after them. Yes. Happens. Makes perfect sense to me. There you go. Um, yeah, TV title match. It's obvious that Rhino picks up the win here. I don't think anyone's surprised by that. It's nice to see Mikey involved. Um, I just want Mikey to get a bit of momentum going and get some gold and do some other bits because I'm enjoying him at the moment. I think he's a great little resurgence and I don't want to say he's trusted more because he hasn't done anything yet but I feel like potentially out of everyone that's left I think he's finally getting a stage where he's not getting a major push but at least he's, he's almost doing something. Yeah, I mean he's got to get a fairly Major, yeah, he does, but like I said, um, that, we've said everyone that's come back has generally been sort of treated like absolutely trash for a period for you know for multiple reasons, it's, it's fair, but um, yeah, he, he seems to finally be almost out the other side now. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I don't think it's a spoiler of a 20 year old show to say that there is some gold in his future. Um, it does right. seem that they are trusted with people returning are trusted with the tag titles, maybe more than others, more than other belts. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was a good match. You know, it's Mikey Whipwreck. He's fun to watch. Um, there was never any kind of, you know, thought of my God, maybe he can do it. Maybe this is the fall that maybe, you know, there was none of that. So that kind of takes you out of the match ever so slightly, but you know, still, still, a good match. I think I would have preferred to see him and Tajiri versus a, you know, nothing team. So we could just see them together a bit more and on the same page a little bit more. Um, rather than just, you know, they're on the same page because they, they both like the same jokes. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was fine. Um, Rhino goring people through a table has got kind of a diminishing return to me. Um, you kind of know what the end is every time. Yeah, no. 
it is. I mean, I, I get it. Rhino's just sort of this absolute beastie at the moment and um, doing bits. But like I said, yeah, Mike Interjury would have been great to see them as a team. They're sort of getting kept back ever so slightly. It would have been fun to watch them sort of work. But like I said, it will come soon enough, I guess. Uh, main event time, RBD versus Bulls Mahoney. In their best Once in a lifetime. Series. <laughs> Same joke, different angles. I know. Right. Uh, it's so hard because you seem so ungrateful because it is a great match. I just feel like we've already seen it about two, three times since Harvey's been back already. Yeah, I mean, you know, they are... So, my my my... Praise of the match remains the praise of the match. My my issues with the match remain the issues of the match. They work together really, really well. Balls Mahoney is a fantastic worker when he's given a chance to do some stuff. Um, you know, they 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 obviously have a chemistry. They obviously have an ability to kind of put in and, and really kind of do some stuff and you know tell a good story throughout. Um, however. Uh, I think RVD, uh, Balls Mahoney at this point has taken three times more Van Terminators than that absolute snake son of a bitch, Scotty Anton, who pissed him off so much that he even had to create a new move just to hurt him even more. Um, so fuck knows what Balls Mahoney has done to RVD at the back. Um, kind of weird because we touched on it briefly off air, but they could have easily sort of picked up this... Um... What do you call it? This this sort of Scotty feud again? Yeah, I mean it's a one and done feud. You know they they had a match. That was the end of it. RVD's beaten him. They've moved on. Um, and Scotty Anton's kind of just kind of lingered since because his entire gimmick. And you know I know he all cut promos about how shitty the gimmicks were in other feds and whatever else. His entire gimmick was that he was RVD's best friend until he wasn't. Um, and he claps at things. Um, so, yeah, they could have done more. Um, I, I, I I, get it and I understand it, but I, I, and I know that I'm in the minority here. I do not feel that every RVD match needs to be a 25-minute match. No, the thing is, you'd almost get more of a shock if it wasn't for one. If he came out and just absolutely sort of squashed someone. Like everyone else does. So, you yeah. know, little Guido can beat Balls Mahoney in three minutes. RVD needs 25. Yeah, do you know what I mean? If he just kind of sprinted to the ring once, sort of kick, 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 rolling thunder up the top, sort of five star, and then sort of grabbed the mic and called out someone. Big Sal can beat Balls Mahoney in... 90 seconds. Oh, Spike Dudley can beat Big Sal in 90 seconds. Future man, future Mount Rushmore, Big Sal. RVD can beat all of them in half an hour each. It's just weird, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, again, I get it because he's got the work great, pulls out amazing matches for people to come to see, but occasionally it just wouldn't for the right situation. He just came out and just absolutely steamrolled someone. I mean, it's, it's, it's he's he's objectively half of hardcore TV every single week. 
Yeah, no, it is. It is. And they, they cram a lot in hardcore TV. It's very much just match orientated a lot more than it ever was. Yeah. But um, yeah, so RVD picks up the win. Obviously, the Van Terminator again still looks really good. Does his thing, goes on. Finish off the show, we get a promo from Ray uh, Raven. Rhino and Justin <laughs> he's back. Oh, I wish. He's in the tag team tournament. Um, no, we got Rhino and Justin Incredible. Uh, talk about beating Sam and Chili within the round one, and they want to win all the belts, and then he's going to beat Carino on night two. And again, like we said, um, the reason Credible uh, hasn't got all the belts is because of himself. He had all the belts, but now he wants all the belts, because obviously he's been told it's a good idea to get all the belts. And Francine's up for more gold. And um, they're going after double goldage. How did you feel about the the Colby Carino mention? Weird, isn't it? It, it kind of feels weird because obviously, you know, Colby would have been extremely young here. Obviously, he's doing bits in NWA now and other places, and um, carved out his own sort of like sort of decent career and 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 things like that, and. Um, yeah, no, very strange to get a sort of a very sort of relevant time drop, but in a different world. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, brilliant, obvious. Um... I, mean, it's a, I guess it's a reference at the time that would have meant absolutely sort of jack shit, really, like in the grand scheme. It's just sort no, of like, I mean, oh, it's, it, it's a humanizing face thing in the sense of, you know, you're a good dad, so that means I shall destroy you. Yeah, exactly. So it works on that principle, and you think, oh, that's his real son's name, and it probably had a bit of that. But obviously, like, yes, shimmy into the future, and obviously everything he's done with, like, Evolve, even on, like, 205 Live and and WA, everything else. Even the fact he went on to feud with sort of Homicide, Steve Carino had a massive feud with, and all that. Yeah, just um, bizarre, because it's like a future sort of name drop of whatever but decent all the same and that was it um jay what's your match of the week um you can't pick balls for how many are we doing damn it um i uh desperate trying to remember the matches we had um just incredible cash Tajiri Easy Money. Um, obviously, Danny Doring and Roadkill versus Roger D. Sold. Thingy. Um, Sandman and Chili Willy versus FBI. Mikey versus Rhino. RVD versus Balls Mahoney. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, a hard, it's a hard week because... Um, it is RVD versus Balls Mahoney. And a lot of them, they are... You know they're 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 good, but uh, and I think I've spent the entire show saying you know this was good, but um, so you know there's 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 a, a couple of them. I I think it's probably um, the least flawed was probably Whipwreck and Rhino. Yeah. Um, Whipwreck's great; he does some great stuff. Um, the but is. No one ever. Uh, there was never a point where you felt that Rhino was in jeopardy. So it 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 wasn't an amazing match because 
you know, the outcome was always very, very obvious and very, very clear. Um, yeah. But, you know, it, it, they, they worked well together. Whitbrek's incredible. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that's my my match of the week. I think it works. And it was a tough week to pick, though. It was, though, because there was matches, but there wasn't really sort of standouts apart from if you go for... RVD again, but RVD kind of put the but same again, category. Flawed, and, and this is the issue. It's it's still got the same flaws as as you know. I, I can make an argument for every match not being the match of the week in the same way that Jerry Lynn is vulnerable now. He 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 definitely is. Um, just not to um, Balls Mahoney, who he obviously absolutely fucking hates. Whatever reason. I know. Uh, and you can get involved in the conversation at underscore Sports Arena on Twitter or Instagram. It is that simple. Um, come get involved if you've got any custom figures, favourite memories, T-shirts, just general sort of stuff you want to chat to us about on uh, Instagram or Twitter. Hit us up. We'd love to hear from it. We'd love to get involved. We'd love to talk things extreme. We're going to talk about the new Raven figure. Well, Kevin Southern figures that are coming out with Zombie Sailor that look ridiculously good. You know, we're all about that. Absolutely. Uh, even loads of the ECW figures coming out, we're all about that. We're talking about anything, wrestling-wise. That's why a general chat. Be weird. <laughs> but, um, yeah, until then, obviously, have a week, and we'll be back for more Extreme Rewinds next week as we read the Revolution. We absolutely will be. And just like RVD, that is Bulls Mahoney again.